imagine if she saying my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Damn. Maybe I'll send a request, ask her to sing that one for me. What's up? It's your girl. It's 5 o'clock on a Thursday before Good Friday. It is 82 degrees in San Jose, California. I am drinking a, uh, I think it's, yeah, it's a 24-ounce Modelo uh, in my home. Baseball's on. It's opening day. Go Giants. Um, so let me, let me tap down Bay real quick. So today, uh, my girl came up to me. She's like, I listened to your, your latest episode, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, what do I talk about? Like, what I say? So that night, me and the hen, we, we, you know, me and that Hennessy, we get along real good. I kind of remember, like, kind of like every episode I do, I'm like, I kind of get what I talk about. But it's really cool um, when people, when out, when people who listen to my rants, call in or write me or talk to me in person, whatever, whatever it is. It's fucking cool. I super appreciate it. Actually had some dude hit me up on Instagram today. Like the message, like if you text me or if you even direct message me, I am the worst texter. I'm the worst. If you're like, Hey, how are you doing? I'm like, good. I call me on the phone. I will tell you everything. We could talk all day. We could grab a beer. Texting is not my thing, but um, so it astonishes me when these people, these strangers who listen to me, which is fucking rad, hit me up with these really long messages about liking me and liking what I'm doing or liking what I'm talking about or feeling like they can relate and it's made them feel some type of way. So that's rad. So if you are not a serial listener and you are just catching on, uh, this is my 30 first episode, I believe. So on April 3rd, I've been doing this shit for six months. I don't know why I started this. I was tindering and bumbling and all this bullshit. And I would speak to a group of women and they would fall over in laughter because they couldn't believe the shit I was telling them. A lot of it is up on my Instagram at girl in the Valley podcast. Um, so just a bunch of bullshit. So they're laughing, blah, blah, blah. Well, one night something happens and I'm like, fuck, I got it. Like, I'm, I'm kind of revved up, you know, ready to tell somebody something. And I ended up recording it on my voice memos on my Apple iPhone. And I sent it to my friends and it was six minutes or something like that. And who the fuck knows how it happened? You give me a couple drinks, a little marijuana, who the fuck knows what's happening? I'm probably sitting on the couch, like, thinking I'm a software engineer, <laughs> fucking looking at podcast websites, and all of a sudden, I'm on iTunes, I've got this Instagram, I'm talking to random people all day. Six months later, this shit's been really fucking cool. So, um, phew, I'm kind of laughing at myself right now. That shit's funny. So, here we are. What does the next six months involve? Because I can get myself into some shit. So, I think... When I recorded on newsletters, which was the last episode, I kind of had these revelations, let's call them. I'm a shitty dater. I'm shitty at dating. It's just not who I am, what I want to do. If you're a new listener, I've never had like a boyfriend and he's met my family. I've dated, I've dated. Um, 
I've dated a lot, I guess. I don't know. I feel like I have because of this podcast, even though I, fuck, I had like a frat boy radar for a minute. Like, what the fuck? Best friend, what the fuck? I can see her face right now. She'd be like, I tried to tell you like a billion times. Well, I don't listen to anybody, not even my mama. Um, yes, I do, because I'd be loving her. So, I've been thinking, what's the next six months look like? Like, look at what's happened in six months. Look at, my fucking life is on the internet. People, like, we're networking, we're communicating, there's conversations being had. There's just, it's, for me, it's mind-blowing. It's little. I'm not, like, an influencer, podcaster. I'm not Mark Marin, But... I feel pretty fucking cool. So I'm going to kind of roll with it for a minute. But then I found somebody super fucking cool. Okay. So I have a friend. We met in our 20s. So right when we, that's when we grew up together. We grew up doing drugs and partying and doing filthy things and driving to places and just having probably way too much fun. She sent me over a fucking meme or something, and it was this guy called the captain. And I was like, what the fuck is it? You know, I thought, okay, I'm going to try to clarify this because I know I can be pretty direct and blunt about things. I fucking hate Instagram. I feel like it's a lot of work um, in a sense to where I can't even keep up with it. I can't even talk to all the people I want to talk to. I, um, I do have a job. I do go to work once in a while. I'm trying to be better. Um, I work for myself, so, hey boss, you don't want to go to work? <laughs> just playing. So anyways, it's just really nice out, so it's really hard to focus. So anyways, homegirl tags me or sends me a meme from this dude, the captain. Now, if you follow captain, you're ahead of me. I try to stay in the know at this ripe age of 36, but I thought I was in the fucking know. I feel like I know what's going on with everything except this dude. So she sends me this page, and I'm like holy fuck, I'm reading all this bullshit, right? And it's great. And I'm just like, it, it's different. It's grounded. It's funny. It's informative. It's just bullshit in a sense, but it's good bullshit. And so I think I was probably, fuck, who knows what I was doing that night. I'd have to actually look and then like check the calendar and figure it out. So I end up probably writing them like, I just found you and I think you're fucking rad, something like that. Right. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Not learned anything about me in the last 30 episodes. So I continue to read and kind of like figure it out, whatever. It's cool. There's a subscription to the captain. It's called Dear Captain. It costs money. Um, but I probably spend way more money on everything else in the world. Not that I'm just telling you, because I kind of want you to sign up. So that's my, hey, it costs $5 a month. So every week he puts out like this article. And the article is answering questions from people. So it's kind of like sometimes when I get people from my audience who ask me questions, I come on here and I bullshit and rant about how I would go about it or how I feel about it or whatever it is we're all looking for. We're all just trying to figure this shit out in a sense of all of our experiences and what to chalk them up to or how to feel. So, reading, reading, reading. Signed up, little visa number, and I received volume one through 89 because he's been doing this for a while and I had no fucking clue. Where was that? Can, and oh yeah, 
bad, bad timing. So I decided I was going to read them all really quick. And let me tell you, if you've been looking to read more, um, you haven't found anything you like, or you can't keep the attention of reading something, or nothing's really catching your eye, this is great and it's quick because everything's like this, which I like, I'm like this all day long. Like, okay, we're doing this. Okay, we're doing this. And then you write this and then you do this and then you drink a beer, right? So if you're looking to read something that keeps your mind, but you can go back and it all makes fucking sense because you drank too much the night before, then this is the perfect thing for you. Okay, so there's 89 articles. I'm fucking Netflix binging this shit. Like, I catch myself sitting in the sun. Mind you, I'm so fucking Celtic white. I got a tan today. Like, straight up t-shirt tan. It's captivating. It's relatable. It's real. And for me, which we'll get into why I think I've become so enthralled with it. But... It's really great if you're trying to get into reading, if you're going through some certain situation that maybe these people are writing in about, or if you just need a fucking laugh at some shit or whatever, dude, read this. So, side note, we'll get back to the captain. I had a friend hit me up yesterday and he's asking me if he should get on Bumble. Uh, no, it's fucking torture. Go to a bar? And he said, well, you know, all the good ones are probably hiding. And I said, well, duh, I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was funny, but, um, he recently broke up with his boo and I can tell he's hurt, which of course that's normal. And the only thing I can think is like, well, fuck, chalk that shit up, add it up for what it was and keep it moving. Like I've become a new person listening to the captain or reading the captain. And not that I was lost. If you've listened to all these episodes, you know I struggle with things and then I think I want things and then I don't. I think that for me, I was trying to conform to some sort of like, oh, are you, do you have a boyfriend? Are you dating? Or, or like trying to find someone to do cool shit with, but I've been doing cool shit alone or with my fucking tightest homies or y'all know I run so tight with my family. Like I really don't need anyone. I don't, at this point in my life, I'm not looking for a relationship. I was dating because I wanted to fucking torture myself. It's unreal out there. You've heard about the submarine and SG and the lawyer and whoever all these fucking people that I've dated is like Pabs, Jesus Christ, are you kidding me? Can you even imagine I gave that shit my energy for a fucking day? So it kind of goes like, okay, so I sat down, read these fucking massive amount of articles and as myself, I sit back and I go, well, these fucking people are fucking stupid. And I say that with all the love in my heart, but like, what the fuck? I don't want to fucking write some dude about how I'm feeling when he's like super grounded. He's very, it's like he has this wise thing about him. He, it's like he gives you this self-respect and this substance to kind of roll with and you read it and you're like, oh yeah, I fucking get it. Like, cool. I think that there's a, like, I have that in me, but then I also have this female hormones where I like hung on to things. And I think I was trying to like, and I think I've mentioned this in a lot of episodes. I'm like over here, like, what the fuck? What, you didn't even give me a chance to show you how fucking rad I am. I do not need to prove that to anybody. How many motherfuckers know that already? So I guess I just wanted to start sending clips to my friend about this girl. Cause he had sent me something today that he like, 
I can't repeat it on the air because that would be inappropriate. But I mean, like if it's my homie and he wants me to beat her up, I will. But like, really? No, I'm just playing. But you kind of look at it as an outsider. And even though we all have these emotions when we go through these things, like obviously I know how short life is at this point with just losing my dad and experiencing this like life altering bullshit and trying to figure out why the fuck I'm here. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not here to Tinder and have some fucking 28 year old frat boy try to fucking dick with my emotions because he wants to fucking see if I'll send him a nude. You stupid fuck. Relax with that shit. Take it somewhere else. And they can write the captain when he fucking scorns her. So I just kind of, if you're going through something and you know, you need some reinforcement and you're not finding it from me because I'm fucking scattered half the time and don't even remember what the fuck I'm recording. Read the captain. It's going to make you feel better. And I'm starting and I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like, I don't want to date. I'm not on those fucking apps. I don't want to kill my battery anymore. I don't want to fucking exchange these lame ass conversations when I'm the worst texter in the world. I just want to like chill, okay? So I'm having these bubbling ideas and it's nice as fuck in California. Um, put me on a plane. This girl don't stay still for long. So I'm like, girl in the valley's going on a tour. My girl in the valley going on tour, me and a couple of my girls, whoever, which ones, want to escape at the moment are going to hit some cities. Last year I hit Boston, New York. We went, I don't even fucking remember because I don't remember earlier today. Um, so I'm going to hit Napa, obviously. I'm throwing a bachelorette party and I'm going to ruin Napa for a couple days. And Scottsdale is going to be first on my list. I think we're going to roll out there on the 19th of May and we're going to hit the town and we're going to drink too much and we're going to find people to bullshit with and everybody's going to get along. I can't tell you, I've met more people in an airport by myself than I have on fucking Tinder. I've met some of the raddest dudes. Most of them are dudes and I'm not dudes, smart dudes, married dudes with kids, cool as fuck. I met a dude, we both got trapped in... New York, we were both flying back from Ireland and we were delayed, we missed our connection, blah, blah, blah. And we end up sitting in the United Fancy Club, drinking cocktails and starting a conversation. And he's brilliant. He owns some fucking fancy tech company out here in San Francisco. He's got a dope ass wife and a kid. He is my friend. And I say he's my friend because we had this life experience and we're Facebook friends and Instagram friends and once in a while when one is traveling or the other or something happens, we have these like conversations and it's always fucking good. That shit means so much more to me. That relationship means so much more to me than the dude I fucking met off Tinder, had a couple drinks with, took home and then like let him play with my fucking emotions. Which, who the fuck knew I had them that deep recently? I think I've been lost in trying to fulfill something that is fulfilled. I, I am fulfilled. And I have met the wrong men for those. I don't know. I think that men do these games now just to get fucking laid or whatever and cool. But go to a fucking nightclub. Go to a bar. And I say that because if that's what you're looking for. Honey, if I'm at the end of a bar and you're good looking and it's midnight and I feel like whipping out some Lalo products, 
best be known, I'm going to do it. And that's not saying I'm going to go hoe out or anything, but Jesus Christ, we're all human and have all these things going on. And anyways, if my, hopefully my brother's still not listening to this podcast, not that, but he doesn't need to know anything. So I'm thinking, okay, I meet more people in airports. So let's go to a fucking airport and let's go to these little places that, you know, I've been or want to go again or put me in Boston. Mm -hmm. Put me in Boston again and see what happens. But just go explore, have fun, take some girls and just do some shit. You could put, you could, you could put me anywhere and I'm going to have 65 best friends by the time I leave. It annoys the shit out of my brother when we go out. I think, I think (laughs) one day it won't when I find him some honey or something, but I can't help it. I'm this extroverted butterfly that wants to talk to everybody except the ones that tap on my shoulder and whisper in my ear. Okay, I know what I talked about on newsletters now, but that fool was inappropriate and out of line. So I just need to go be my butterfly self and um, see what happens from there. I think that I tried to conform to something, whatever it is. Like I just tried to date somebody. I tried to this... I can't even picture that life. I've told you a billion times. If you ever catch me walking down an aisle to an altar, I just don't. It's just weird to me. It's just at this point, it's weird. I don't, it's, I want to go fucking open a sheep farm in Ireland and live there for six months out of the time. And then we travel the rest of the world the rest of the time. I want a partnership. Yes. Do I want a partnership right now? If it came, I guess. But look at, I mean, look at what's happened in six months. You've listened a lot. A lot of shit has happened in six months. So I just want to keep that vibe going and I want to stay offline and I want to keep going out. And I've been, I've made this little thing where like I go out once a week to somewhere new or somewhere I haven't been in a while because I live in fucking San Jose and just vibe the fuck out and be with people. And I have the best friendships. Now, I speak about Lamar a lot. I don't know if I've ever told the story about Lamar, but I'm going to tell the story about Lamar. Lamar is married. Lamar is older than I am. Lamar is super successful. Um, Lamar is smart, driven, real, just... He kind of reminds me of the captain. I think that's why I like the captain. Like, And I like Lamar reminds me of my dad. They're just very... No bullshit. This is life. Be happy. Um, Lamar's writing a book. Um, Lamar and I have a friendship that can't be fucked with. It's a friendship. It's a relationship in life where I can't even imagine like it not happening. It's just so easy. And it's like him and his wife and I went out this weekend and it's just, we're all friends and we talk about everything. We know everything about each other, how we're feeling, what's going on. All my bullshit, because, you know, I carry a lot. (laughs) I got a story for everything lately. And, I mean, they were there when the grimy dude was trying to rub up on me. So, why are those relationships so easy? And maybe this is just for me. They're so easy for me. But then everything else, I just, it just, it's messy. It's dirty. So, I think right now I'm going to keep craving and having these relationships with people who challenge me and water my brain and give me that different point of view. You know, I could be standing at one end of the balcony looking out and that's all I see. 
But if homeboy comes, takes me by the shoulders and moves me to the center and tilts me a little bit, there's this whole other view. And I want that. I crave that. I need more. I'm at a point, I'm like, oh, well, I've been doing this girl in the valley for six months. Well, what the fuck is it? I want more of it. I want to talk to more people. I want to be somewhere. I want to make somebody's day better. I want to put something in perspective for you. I want you to laugh at me. I want you to wonder what the fuck is going on with me. Whatever it is you need from me, I want to be able to provide that. And I think this is where in my life, like I want to keep networking and communicating and laughing and learning and kind of keep all that other bullshit out. I think that I've just always been so like forward and I'm always like, I should have a, a okay, I've told you this. I saw a therapist after my dad passed away because he just fucking didn't wake up. So if you needed to know, like it was very sudden for me, nothing fucking made sense. And I went crazy. Um, and that was hard for me because I've always been this really strong person who could fucking lead anything and do anything and be forefront and take on whatever needed to take on. And I told my therapist, I'm like, I want to be a gang leader. I think I should be a gang leader. Like I was probably a gang leader in one of my last lives. Like I was a Celtic goddess for sure. And then like all the, I probably was in like, a lot of people think I'm Ukrainian. So, and I'm not. So maybe I was like some Ukrainian mob boss or something in my last life. Cause I'm kind of a gangster. And in a form where I want to keep like building these bridges of people just connecting from all over the place. And I think I've already told you, like, I don't want a wedding. I want to, I'm going to call it the Patricia wedding, but it's going to be a fucking party for the randoms of randoms around this country, around the world. All these people I've met that don't know each other. And we get into a room and we just see what happens. Everybody gets to meet somebody new. Everybody gets to do something. It's just... Those connections, that gives me more satisfaction than ever having man sex with a man. <laughs> like, y'all know the first episode I said man's never gave me an orgasm. Because I am attracted to all the wrong people in the world. But I'm not attracted to the wrong people when it comes to building things. And actually living a life full of fulfillment. I don't lack in that department. I know the raddest motherfuckers in this area. And yes, this is a small area in comparison of this world, but I'm tapping in here and you put me in an airport, you put me in a city, you put me somewhere, I'm gonna know somebody, I'm gonna meet somebody, and I'm gonna... And Needy Girl said it best this week on my Instagram. We are not here to ruin each other's days. I am here to make it better or you are here to make my day better or flourish or flower or water or whatever the fuck it is, but it all gets better. We're here, not here for a long time, but we're here for a good time. And you know, my dad only lived 62 years, I think, 61 or 62, I don't even wanna fucking think about it. And um, I feel a lot like him lately. Brilliant, fucking brilliant, crazy as fuck, love drugs, love drinking brain so fast, conversation, you couldn't even, you, unbelievable the knowledge this man could hold. I mean, if he read a book, he remembered every fucking thing in it. 
you could say one thing about something of history or the past and he would fucking know what it was. And I strive to read more and be like that. Um, he was just a different creature. But he lived this life and in a sense he conformed and he had this amazing family. But I think it sometimes kind of made him not maybe fulfill some other things in him. Because even this last week, we're going through some of my dad's stuff. You know, it's been two years, but we're trying to, you know, condense things and stuff. And it's really hard. It's also really fun. So my dad threw pottery and drew the, and he would, um, oh, I know my brother told me something. I'm going to get fucking yelled at later. Um, he would sculpt these faces. And I'll post them on my Instagram so you could see it because it's fucking rad. And he had all these gifts, and I just feel... Now, I'm not saying that my dad dumbed down his life and his whatever it is. I'm just saying I'm not willing at this point to one, carry a child, have a child, bring a child into this world or conform to having some frat boy fucking boyfriend that my grandma thinks is perfect off the Internet. I just don't see that my, for myself. And fucking best friend, I hear you. I can see you shaking your head. Yes, I am nurturing I am loving. I will take care of anything for you. I will cook, clean, run your errands, remember the things you don't. Yes, that is me. I probably was a fucking housewife in the 50s. I don't know what to tell you. I had, I was a Celtic goddess, a Ukrainian mob boss, and um, a housewife, 100%. But right now I am me. And at this moment, at 5.42 on March before Good Friday bullshit, when we start drinking gym fizzes at 9 a.m. at Nona's house for Easter, she's popping. I love Easter. I am fulfilled with myself. And I think the only time I am unhappy is when I am not pleasing others. And by pleasing others, I mean these fucking assholes I've tried, that was quotations, to date. I am getting my fulfillment of my nurturing and my caring through my family and my friends and the woman I live with. I'm a caretaker, but I get that fulfillment through other things. I don't need to birth a child and be a great mom to have that. And I think, and at 36, a lot of people are like, oh, do you really ever think about having kids? No, not often. No, I don't. I really don't. Um, I'd be a great mom and probably pretty sexy pregnant and probably, I don't know. I was going to come up with something else clever. But the more I deepen and read the captain and get a little bit of that perspective that maybe I'm missing because I'm not missing much. <laughs> it's just kind of nice to, to for me to have, you know, I don't watch the real housewives of anything and I don't really... I, I don't, sometimes I, I do watch a lot of sports. I like the competition. I love competition, but I don't have, I mean, besides Beyonce, I, I don't, I think because I lost my dad, I don't have a lot, but I, I, I think I lost that person who gave me a lot of perspective and not saying that the captain's fucking replacing it. I'm just saying I've been searching for some sort of fucking answer to what the fuck I'm doing. And one meme from a really good friend made a lot of things make sense by reading 32 fucking volumes of some bullshit newsletter. 
And if it can help you, you should listen to it. And I'm excited for the next six months because if I reflect on the last six months, I'm like, oh, shit, girl. It's going to be crazy. And crazy in a good way. I'm totally well-behaved, even though you probably think I'm not. But I'm so good when... um, I'm around my grandparents and they take me up to the country club. I'm like an angelic child. So, to wrap it up, I'm going to tell you that I am not actively dating at the moment. And yes, I know on the lap episode I said I'm looking for fun, but I was also probably had too much Hennessy's and yes, I would like to have sex. Like, come on, but... That doesn't really matter. I'm not actively dating. I'm going to keep doing whatever this is I'm doing. And I'm going to hope you're going to keep listening to me and telling all your friends about me. And I'm going to keep turning down bullshit dates to hang out with my sister and make limoncello and go eat Thai food. And I'm going to hang out with my brother every second I can and chill with my mom and hang out with my grandma yesterday. And I'll be cooking with Nona all day Sunday and I'll see all my cousins. Like, y'all know my... My cousin is on one of these episodes. Like, that's pretty much my gang. And my gang's just getting bigger with all of you and my friends. And we're going to live a good life. And that's all we can really ask for. And so for my friend that's worried about a girl that kind of was a dick, fuck her. And fuck her in the most nicest way I know how to say it. But it's not the end. Yeah, it hurts. But... If you could shake that time down a little bit, go do you. You're good looking. You're super social. You're active. You could pull anything and have some fun and live some life. Don't be worrying about what she's doing. Like I've said before, if you're looking for a unicorn, you're going to have to date all 7 billion on this planet. But then again, I'm in the kitchen, so you can't find me right now. (laughs) All right. Well, I hope that episode made sense. Steve-O's calling. I think uh, he's coming over tonight, so that should be fun. Uh, See what's going on with that. I appreciate you listening. I highly, highly, highly suggest you subscribe to Dear Captain, get your reading in, and um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it'll spark up something in you that it didn't spark up in me. That just, whatever, whatever you're looking for. We're all looking for something. We all need guidance and help and all that bullshit, so... Have a drink. Have a good Easter. It's if you're in, I know everybody's spread out everywhere, but god damn if you live in California right now, it's hella nice. And I get to spend the whole weekend with my family. So, I hope you do too and I hope it's good. And I will be back, who knows when, but probably in a couple days because on Tuesday it's 6 months of girl in the valley. So, I'm probably going to have to take all my people over to wine affairs and have them buy me lots of drinks. Just kidding, I'll buy the drinks. Lamar, are you available? All right, y'all. Go watch some baseball or do some cool shit, whatever. Have a good night. Look out for me on the Instagrams. Bye.